Welcome to the Gospel Everyday Podcast, following along with the Mariner's Church annual read. This year, we are reading Knowing God Through the Year by J.I. Packer. We hope that you'll be filled with fresh insight and joy as you spend time discovering more about our thrilling God. My name is Linda Vino, and I will be your host for today. The title of our devotion is God is Good, and our scripture reading is from Exodus 33, verse 19. Jay Packer begins today's devotion by saying, When the biblical writers call God good, they are thinking of all those moral qualities that prompt his people to call him perfect. In an article by Lloyd Stanley, he says that we can look at God's goodness in two ways. One has to do with his character, and the other has to do with his actions. Psalms 119.68 reveals these two truths about God's goodness. The psalmist says, you are good and what you do is good. You see, God is morally excellent, extraordinarily beautiful, deeply full of love, and extravagantly generous. As the supreme teacher, Jesus loved to tell biblical truths using stories. So let me begin with two stories Jesus told his listeners that reveal the goodness of God. There was a wealthy man who early one morning dropped by the marketplace, which was the ancient equivalent to the unemployment office. There he hired a bunch of guys to work in his vineyard for a set amount of money. A few hours later, he went back again and then again later that same day, each time employing more and more men. In fact, as Jesus told it, the owner of the vineyard hired extra workers right up until quitting time. The last men were hired just one hour before sunset. As the last light of day faded, the workers gathered to receive their pay. They were lined up in order from the last ones hired and working backward. And this is when Jesus tucked a zinger into the story. Every man, no matter how long they worked that day, received exactly the same pay, a day's wage. Now, as you can imagine, things got a little testy by the time the line reached its end. A low murmur passed through those who were hired early that morning. Finally, someone just said it. This is not right. We got a bum deal. We did most of the work today. We carried the burden under the hot sun, but you treated them as equals in the labor. Jesus put these words in the mouth of the owner of the vineyard. Didn't we agree together on what I would pay you? I've kept my word to you. Now, don't begrudge my desire to be generous. For reasons that are mine, I wanted to do something unexpected, something crazy, something that would demonstrate my divine goodness. There isn't a person listening to this podcast who hasn't experienced the outrageous, lavish, unexpected, undeserved kindness of God. Stanley reminds us that we experience these serendipities every single day. They are poured out over us constantly. I know this, and I declare it with total confidence because of the unchanging truth that permeates every crease of reality, God is good. And if you want to see God for who he really is, look to the Holy Scriptures. First Chronicles 16.34 says, Give thanks to the Lord for he is good. Or Psalm 34.8, Taste and see that the Lord is good. Think about it. God is the original definition of good. He is good in and of himself. For us, goodness is an added quality, but it comes naturally for God. God 
is not just the greatest of beings. He is the best. However, the greatest example of God's goodness is revealed in a story told by Stanley of an incident that happened in a classroom in Hannibal Lagrange College in Missouri back in 2002. It was the day for final exams and all the students were in their seats, some going over their notes one last time. Then the professor enters and takes a few minutes to review with the students. Most of it was familiar, but some were things that no one remembered ever hearing. The professor responded with what sent cold chills up every student's spine. This is your textbook, and you are responsible for the content on this exam. The time came for the test. He gave the word every student, took up their pen, and turned over their test. To the astonishment of every student, every answer on the test was filled in. Each student's name was even written on the exam in red ink. A wordless stir traveled like a wave over the class as each student looked at their completed exam. On the bottom of the last page of every test was this note from the professor. All the answers on your test are correct. You will receive an A on your final exam. The reason you passed the test is because the creator of the test took it for you. All the work you did in preparation for this test did not help you get the A. You see, God knew that in and of ourselves, we are helplessly separated from him because of the sinfulness of our human heart. We would fail his test of holiness every single time. So in his goodness, God sent his son, Jesus Christ, to us. Colossians 1 reminds us that Jesus is the image of the invisible God and that God was pleased to have all his fullness dwell in him. Jesus is God's goodness in the flesh. He demonstrated God's desire to pour out blessing and help and deliverance on us. Romans 5.8 says, God proves his own love for us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. God's extravagance flowed to us in his amazing substitution of his son in our place of the cross. His death, according to Stanley, is the undisputed picture of unmerited goodness. You don't deserve it. Much like the students didn't deserve their professor's grace, for the scripture tells us that all sin and fall short of God's glory. But God is good. His nature drives a desire to do for us what we cannot do for ourselves. So he puts forward his son on our behalf to take our hell and give all who believe heaven. Now, what if some of the students in the story ripped up their tests that the professor had taken for them threw it into the trash and claimed, I don't want you to take the test for me. I want the grade on my own merit. Well, that would be prideful and stupid. Yes, that is exactly what the unbelievers in the world do. They throw away the work of Jesus Christ on the cross and sing the Sinatra song, I'll do it my way. And dear brothers and sisters, the Bible tells us that that way leads to separation from God for eternity and to judgment. So let us embrace the goodness of God, rest in his salvation, and live our lives aware of God's goodness each and every moment of each and every day because our names are written in the Lamb's book of life in red ink. Let's pray. God, thank you for the substitution that you took on our behalf for our sins. Lord, that you are good, you are provisional, you are mighty, you are faithful. You are holy and just. 
thank you, God, that we get to come to you at any moment, at any time, and seek your guidance and direction, that your love never fails and your goodness is ever flowing. It's in your holy name we pray. Amen. Thanks so much for making the Gospel Everyday Podcast an important part of your day. Hit that subscribe button if you haven't yet, and we'd love it if you could take a few moments to rate and review the podcast. Tune in tomorrow for brand new content. If you'd like more information about Mariner's Church, download the Mariner's app at your favorite app store or visit marinerschurch.org.